Motherfucker! Hold on, I hope y'all watching this shit. First round, the real quick. That are in those training rooms with him know how good. Because he, he just knocks dudes out real quick in the first round. Yeah, but now we're gonna get a good. I might fuck with this guy. He just to me. He just, at, I thought he was a con artist. No, they're just based off his look. They're at edge. Holy shit! What the hell just happened? What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Easy Money, a sports betting show. Friday, September 10th, 2021. Got a big show for you today. We're going to break down some baseball games. Then we're going to talk NFL, break down some of these NFL games for Sunday. We'll talk some college football. Uh, should be a good show. Eric's in the house today. Don't know where Steve's at. He, he might be... <coughs> Last night was opening night of bowling for him, so he might he might be a home hungover. I'd say the chances of that are probably pretty good. What? Ninety percent? Probably. Ninety ten. I'll be I'll be nice to him. I'll give him eighty seven percent. Eighty seven. Oh, Steve. Yeah, he's probably asleep. <laughs> oh yeah. Wouldn't be surprised at all. All right, we'll jump right into these baseball games, and then we'll uh, yeah, you gotta, then we'll yeah. get into some NFL. Got some good games going on today. Yeah. A lot of sports this weekend. I love it. Love it, love it, love Even it. have some afternoon baseball today with the Giants and the Cubs at 220. Uh, Giants are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 156 money line. Cubs are plus 132 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at 9.5. You got Leon on the mound for the Giants. Hendricks on the mound for the Cubs. Uh, Giants are, are the, been the best team in the league this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, this I, I this should be a pretty easy game for yeah, the I Giants. I definitely like the Giants over the Cubs. Uh, especially if you get them at minus 156. I'm surprised you can get that kind of value on them. Right. I know the Cubs, Cubs have been hot lately. But they don't have the Cubs don't have the pitching or the consistent enough offense. There's hot against bottom to mid table teams. Then there's the Giants this year. You know they're playing on a different level this year, and I don't think on the Cubs' best day they're going to beat them. Yeah, I would be surprised. I, I like the Giants at the minus one fifty six. Yeah, that'd be a smart bet to take. Next game is the Toronto Blue Jays at the Baltimore Orioles. Blue Jays are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 300 on the money line. Uh, the Orioles are plus 245 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at nine and a half. Uh, the Blue Jays have Ray on the mound. Orioles are going to have Ellis on the mound. Uh, Ray's been hot. His last three or four start, starts, he's pitched excellent. Blue Jays' offense has been pounding the ball. Orioles have the worst pitching staff in the league. And I think they might have the worst record in the league, don't they? Uh, uh, I think the Pirates might. They're forty-five and ninety-four. The Pirates might have, and the Blue Jays are seventy-seven and sixty-two. So, I like the Blue Jays here at the minus one and a half on the run line. Yeah, I would go Blue Jays on this one too. I mean, say this is just like a a worse version of the Cubs, you know? Yeah, the Orioles and the Pirates. 
I can't remember who has the worst record, but it's between them two, I think. And the Orioles pitching is rated the worst in the league. Okay. Next game is the Tampa Bay Rays at the Detroit Tigers. It's the D-backs and the... D-backs are the worst now? No, D-backs and uh, the Orioles are tied. They okay. both have 45 uh, wins apiece, which is the lowest win total in all of uh, Major League Baseball. As many times as D-backs has burnt me on bets, I would have thought they would have had more wins than that. Pirates got 50 <laughs> wins. I must always pick bet against the D-backs on the few games that they've won. Yeah, the Pirates have 50. So they're just a little bit better. Yeah. Same as the Rangers. They got 50. Well, Pirates went on a little bit of run last week, too. That Yeah. All right. I knew the Pirates were close down there. I, I forgot, didn't know I the forgot D- about I, the D-backs. I, I figured the D-backs were, had a little bit better record than that. Yeah, I thought I would have thought that, too. Uh, next game is the Tampa Bay Rays at the Detroit Tigers. Rays are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 158 on the money line. The Tigers are plus 134 on the money line. Over-under for this game is at, set at 9. Watches on the mound for the Rays, and Boyd's on the mound for the Tigers. Uh, oh, this the Rays, though. They they're, uh, got, what, the second-best record in baseball? They're behind, uh, behind the Giants? Uh, yes. And the Rays, Rays are 43-26 and 26 on the road. And they're twelve. They're twelve and seven when Watcha starts, and the Rays have won nine of their last ten series openers. Uh, the Tigers Boyd allowed eleven hits and seven runs, four walks, in eight innings over two starts. <laughs> the Tigers are one of those tricky teams, though. They're one of them sneaky teams that, that you know, they'll go in there and still a still a game oh, yeah. or two, you know, from some of the some of the top top of the league. So you can never count the Tigers out, really. But I, I mean, like the Rays in this game. Oh yeah, I mean because smart, because of the pitching matchup. I mean the smart bet definitely is the Rays, but but yeah, the, just oh, saying if you if somebody wanted to take a gamble on something, I think this would be a good game for that because you said you know. Yeah, the the Tigers. I mean the Tigers have that have that you know sometimes where they they can beat a really good team and. I don't know sometimes they look like they're good, but then, yeah, the next game happens and they're back to reality. Oh yeah, they've brought me on that a couple times too. Oh, they've been playing good. I'm gonna go with the Tigers. They're hot. Yeah, that's the game that all falls apart. Kind of like, kind of like my Cincinnati Reds has been treating me lately. I I know my Texas Rangers we're are gonna, just gonna dude, get their asses kicked fuck all her, year. We're, we're gonna fuck around and not not get the wild card. Yeah, that's what's exactly what's going to happen. Because we blow games against the Cubs. Against the bottom of the league, they're uh, getting beat. But against the top of the league. Give up a three-run homer in extra innings. Oh, so mad. But uh, anyway, the Brewers and the Indians is the next game. Uh, Brewers are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 142 money line. Indians are plus 120 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at nine. And the Brewers are another top, top half of the league. They're eighty six wins on the on the yep. year uh, to the Indians sixty nine. It's surprising. Indians are sixty nine, sixty nine. Yeah, it's it's surprising <laughs> that the Brewers have won as many games as they have because uh, they haven't got hardly any production. Yeah, you know, not gonna say any, but not near the production that they usually get, got, get out at Yelich. 
Right. Yelich has had a terrible year. Up coming off of MVP compared, season, compared to him, his standards. You know, I mean, he's legit had two back to back MVP seasons. But the Brewers then, pitching staff, man, they have they have two aces, and then they have a couple more solid stars. And then if if you don't get a lead on the Brewers, if they're lead, if the Brewers are ahead of you going into the seventh inning, you're screwed. Yeah, because they do have one they of the got better. A, they got a good setup. Or, yeah, they got two good setup guys, and then they got Hater Hater back there waiting on you to close. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can have a lead on them where the where the manager won't use Hater, you have a better chance of beating them. But if you're trailing them going into the late innings, you're in trouble. And you got to get lucky and just jump on on one of them good pitchers early. That, yeah, Hater, there's nights he can be dominant, and most nights, and that's most of nights. Reds got to him once this year, but I've seen him shut down the Reds three or four times too. Yeah, but, uh, this bullpen game, is dangerous. Yeah, in this game you have a uh, Hauser on the mound for the Brewers, Morgan on the mound for the Indians. Uh, like I said, Brewers are forty six and twenty four on the road. Uh, Hauser was great his last start, but he has struggled with control at times. Uh, Morgan is one and five with a seven point five three ERA for the at home. That's just at home. And uh, the Indians have lost three in a row. I'm surprised you can get this kind of value with Milwaukee. I'm, I'm jumping all over Milwaukee at the at minus 142. I think this is going to be lost four in a row for the Indians. Yeah, I could. that's what I think. I mean, the Brewers are surging right now. You know, they're, they're going into the last part of the season how you want a team to – be going, you know, like no, they're not playing perfect. They're, you know, there's still stuff that that they can improve on. But they're, I said, they're surging. They're they're going up there, and you said, and that's without Yelich having a, you know, an yeah. MVP type yeah, season. Yelich, Yelich, Yelich hasn't produced much this year. He's one of my favorite players in the league to watch right now, and yeah, he's had he's struggled, but because used to he would struggle defensively sometimes, but not offensively. Mm-hmm. This year he's struggled offensively. Yeah. It's he it looks like he's carrying an injury or something, maybe yeah. that I don't know what it is. Well but. dude, you get in a little slump, you start pressing and I mean and shit can just start you lose a little confidence in yourself and mm-hmm. see next game, Yankees and Mets, Battle of the New York. Oh yeah, the Subway series. Yankees are minus one and a half on the run line, minus one twenty two money line. The Mets are one oh plus one oh four on the money line. Over unders at seven and a half. Montgomery on the mound for the Yankees. McGill on the mound for the Mets. Uh, Yankees have been hot. Offense have been has been hot for about the last week or so. Uh, They've got everybody in their lineup that can oh, yeah. go for fifty five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would lean toward the Yankees here at the minus one twenty two on the money line. As much as I hate to to bet, you know these in state rivalry series, you know, because like we've talked about it several times before, it doesn't matter how bad the Mets are going to be, and they've had some pretty shitty teams, you know, against. The Yankees who've had who were dominant that year, yeah. and they come out and whoop their ass. So you, in a series like that, you, I mean, you can never tell really. No. But well, that's I why mean, I said I. That's why I said I lean toward the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Same way, you know, like 
fewers to have in state like Reds and Indians. Like oh, yeah. that's always going to be a good game, no matter it, how good the teams are doing. You know, yeah. an Astros Rangers game, like a, a Cubs White Sox game. Those games are always going to be good, even if one team's terrible. Oh yeah. And they're so unpredictable. You know, that's, I mean, that's what's fun about it, being a fan watching the games, but that's the part that struggles if you're betting, you know, because it's so unpredictable, you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, no. Yeah, the Mets could come out and score eight runs in the first inning. Right. But then the Yankees could come back and score nine in the next inning after that. Yeah. Next game is the Marlins at the Atlanta Braves. Oh, excuse me. Braves are minus one and a half on the run line, minus one ninety six money line. Marlins are plus one sixty four on the money line. Over under for this game is set at eight. Rogers on the mound for the Marlins. Anderson on the mound for the Braves. Uh, this is a game actually that I would, <laughs> I would, I kind of lean toward Miami on this game, as I would take. I'd almost go. The plus one sixty four, but I'd, I'd at least go the pl- plus one and a half. They've been kind of hot. Braves have been up and down. I don't know. Just I have a feeling that Marlins are going. It's going to be a close game today. Yeah, <clears throat> Braves are known to to botch shit. <laughs> so. I went with the Marlins as uh, underdogs earlier this week, and and they hit for me. So that I've been, they've been hot for me. So I got, I got to go with the Mar, I got to go with the Marlins again today. I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna have to go with the opposite on that. I think I'm gonna go Braves. And they were actually bigger dogs earlier in the week when I got when they hit, but that don't mean nothing either. I think I, I think I'd have to go Braves on that one. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I could see going the Braves too. Uh, next game, you got the Angels and the Astros. Astros minus one and a half on the run line, minus 200 money line. The Angels are plus 168 on the money line, over under set at eight. You have Otani on the mound for the Angels and Valdez on the mound for the Astros. Uh, Astros have the better offense, but I think the Angels have the advantage in the pitching matchup tonight. Uh, this is this is another game that I would, I would lean maybe uh, – Taking a shot with the underdog with the Angels. I think I would go the Angels on this one too. I was just about to say that. The Angels are pesky, man. They're especially anytime Otani's pitching. Yeah. Cause not only is he gonna get ten K's, he might hit a home run or two. Oh yeah. All I, right. I like I like going right. with the Angels whenever Otani's on the mound. Yeah. He can definitely shut he can shut some people down on the mound. All right, let's uh let's go next game. Let's go with the Cincinnati Reds at the St. Louis Cardinals. This is one of my favorite series to watch all the time cuz you know it's going to be a good series. And I've I've followed this series a bunch throughout, this was the, my very throughout first. the years because I'm a diehard Reds fan for one, but my son's favorite team is the St. Louis Cardinals. So usually when we went to a Reds game, we would go when St. Louis would come to Cincinnati because he gets to see his favorite team as well. 
My very first professional uh, baseball game was the Reds against the Cardinals uh, when Ozzie Smith was still playing. I remember seeing Ozzie. That was that was the very first uh, first game when I went with you and uh, you and your parents. To a game. Oh yeah, we and then we went. That was that riverfront. Yeah, and then we ended up uh, like almost exactly to the day. Thirty years later, we went and saw the Angels or the uh, Cardinals and the Reds again. Yep. Almost thirty years to the day. I've been what, about <laughs> four, uh, four years ago. Maybe three, three or four. Yeah, no, it's been longer than four. So I've lived here for almost four. That's when I lived out the trailer. That's been like that's been probably like six, seven years ago. I didn't realize that. Damn, uh, yeah, I didn't realize it's been that long. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. To that one. Yeah. Yep. Last time we went to uh yeah, because they did play the Cardinals, didn't they, that day we Mm -hmm. went. I've seen the Cardinals play a bunch. Or the Cubs. It seemed like I went to a lot of Reds and Cubs games too. I went to a lot of Reds and Braves games because I used to, I used to like Chipper a lot. Chipper was one of my favorite players of all time. But Reds are minus one and a half on the run line, minus one twenty two money line. Cardinals are plus one hundred four on the money line. Over under set at eight and a half. Malley's on the mound for the Reds. Lester on the mound for the Cards. Uh, Malley's been great on the road this season. He's seven and two with a one point nine zero ERA on the road, and he's uh, he's had good in his three starts against the Cardinals this season. He's had he's had good quality starts. Uh, Lester's had a terrible season. I think he's he Lester used to be. I mean, he he was a good pitcher. Now oh, he's yeah. he's later in his career, and he he just don't have the same stuff he used to. No. Uh, He's just out there just trying to survive still. I like the Reds here at the minus one twenty two money line. They got they gotta get going Reds. They have to. They have to at least win this series to keep to keep up and still have a chance. And Mally's been I mean, Mally's been pretty dominant on the road. I mean one ninety ERA on the road. That's it's weird that you pitch better on the road than you do at home, but Mally does Maybe that adrenaline and you know His splits are total. I mean, and then hearing the, you know, the crowd like talk shit to him, you know, pumps him up, you know, instead of everybody loving him, you know, in Cincinnati, then yep. So he feels comfortable. Probably like he gets that competitive edge, you know, like because the opposing fans are talking shit to him, so <laughs> it pumps him up. It would me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like hell yeah, I'm about to throw it down your throat. And then the uh, next game is going to be and I and wait a minute in the Reds game I also lean toward the over the eight and a half because if the Reds offense gets going and then the Car- and if the Cardinals, Cardinals got score a decent anything, offense too or they they have players that can yeah. heat up. Next game Rangers at the Athletics. <sighs> Athletics minus one and a half on the run line. You would have to do this one to me, huh? Minus one eighty money line. I didn't want to skip. I didn't want to skip your favorite team, man. <laughs> Rangers plus one fifty two over unders eight and a half. Uh, Rangers just don't have enough offense, man. And they I, traded I got, it all the way, and they traded away their best pitcher, which he's and he's kind of two years in a row, and he, and Gibson has kind of struggled a little bit since he's left the Rangers. 
Two years in a row. Uh, Lance Lynn and then Kyle Gibson. Like, come on, man. I mean, so if I was going... If, and but, Joey Gallo, shit. And Oakland's one of these teams that are up and down, too. So, I mean, I would lean toward Oakland, but it's not, even against the Rangers, I'm not, I wouldn't go flat, up, flat out and back Oakland. I don't bet on the Rangers at all because they're my favorite team, and I usually don't bet on my favorite teams, but... I usually don't, but I was this year because the Reds were good, were doing good. But most of the time, I don't like NFL. I usually don't. I usually won't ever bet on the Colts. Yeah, I'm that way with the Cowboys. I don't really bet on the Cowboys. I bet on Colts one one time last year, and they lost. And if they'd have won that game, I'd I was going I would have hit my parlay and I'd have won three hundred dollars. So I haven't bet on them ever since. <laughs> Yeah, that was the only game I needed to hit, dude. And I was going to win $300 off like a $10 bet. And they lost. Watch, this will be the game, though, that the Rangers put up like oh, they eight, have or those, nine, eight, eight or nine runs. They, ha- they have those games. Then uh, They had one game, or uh, I can't remember if it was the same series or if it was like the end of one series, beginning of another. They... They lost like fourteen to three, or some shit like that. Turned around the very next game and won like thirteen to five or something. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, come yeah. on, man! Because that one game they scored like eight or nine runs in the first inning. Because that was the game that I picked. I picked against them. Yeah, they're killing me this year. They've only got fifty-one more runs. They're like fourth worst. Or something like that, fourth, fifth worst in the league. They gotta build you gotta build a pitching staff. You can't keep get getting rid of your pitchers. Can you imagine if they had Gibson and Lance Lynn still? So, I mean, I don't know why they're why they keep getting rid of their pitchers. Darvish. He was starting to go. Yeah, he wasn't the same, but he's yeah. I mean he's still not after bad. he got hurt, he wasn't. Then the last game for baseball, Padres and yeah, Padres and the Dodgers. Dodgers are minus one and a half on the run line, minus one sixty four money line. This is gonna be a good game. Padres plus one thirty eight on the money line. Over under on this game is seven and a half. Musgrove's on the mound for the Padres, and you have Urias on the mound for the or Urias, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, Urias for the Dodgers. Both these teams have won six of their last ten games. Musgrove has a two point eight seven ERA. And Urias has a three point eleven ERA. Uh, I I would go with the Dodgers just because they've been playing a little bit better ball than the Padres have as of late. Padres have been up and down this year with their offense. Uh, Musgrove Musgrove has been pitching well as of late, but he's he had a few starts mixed in there where he was struggling. This would be a game for me if you wanted to take the underdog. And feel comfortable about it. I think the Padres can beat the the Dodgers in one game of the series. Like yeah. picking that game is, you know. Oh yeah, they're gonna be good games. It was just like last week when the Dodgers played the Giants. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I watched all those. Which games. I mean, the Padres aren't as good as the Giants, but well, I think they have the they have the ability to be. You think the Padres? If when they're healthy, they got players. If they're healthy, when they're healthy, I think they have the ability to be. Especially with that Tatis Jr. and I mean they ha- they have a decent pitching staff because the Giants kind of surprised people this year. Nobody expected the Giants to be the 
You know, I mean, everybody thought the Dodgers would just run away with the <laughs> National League. Yeah. And, this, I mean, and it, it hasn't been like that. You expected the Giants to be decent, you know, like one of the top teams, but not this year, not as quite as yeah. good as they are right now or have been throughout the season. Yeah, I think that has kind of surprised people. I think most people thought it was just going to be a runaway for the Dodgers this year. To me, yeah. I'm kind of surprised that the Rays are doing as well. I figured, you know, they would be a a top team in the American League, but not as good as they've been. Yeah. The Rays have been a surprise. I mean, I thought they'd be a playoff team, but I didn't think they'd be... Number one in the American uh, League? Yeah, I didn't. I I, I think they are, aren't they? I think so. And I thought the I actually thought the Yankees would win that division. I mm-hmm. thought the Yankees were gonna get back up there this year. I don't even think it's close but, right now. No, the Rays I think are just the so Yankees bad. have seventy eight wins they have and the Rays pes- got like eighty eight or eighty six yeah. or something. The Rays have a pesky offense and when their pitching's on, I mean, because yeah. 'cause they're gonna they can put, they're capable capable of scoring five, six runs a game. If they're and if their pitching's on, they're tough to beat. They're very tough to beat. That's who was say I don't know. I, if I had to make a prediction on Super Bowl I, or Super Bowl World Series, I don't know if I could right now. Oh yeah. Would you take the Dodgers over the Giants? Right now, I don't know if I would. If if the if the Dodgers had Bauer and all their pieces that they well, yeah. thought they were gonna have, probably. But as of like right, right now, now, if the season was to end right now, I, I'd probably I would probably lean toward the Giants. Mm-hmm. Giants against the Giants and Rays. But dude, I'm telling you, and I hate to say it because they're in the same division as the Reds. The Brewers could win that National League because in a seven game series with the pitching staff they have. Well, yeah, they, they, I always forget about the they, Brewers. Dude, they'd be tough to beat. They're one of those quiet talking, good teams. Yes, they basically have two aces, and then their other two uh, other starters aren't bad. You get them in a seven game series with that bullpen they have. They they'd be tough to beat. Especially if they get their bats going, because they they yeah. have some guys that can pound the ball too. That tell us, man, I do can pound the ball. I I hate him. I oh, I don't hate him, but I hate him when he plays for plays against <laughs> the Reds because he always burns us every time. All right, don't forget you can catch Easy Money, a sports betting betting show, live Monday through Friday, eleven a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch with GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, that's our sports talk show. Come check that out. Uh, actually, today on there at uh, 1 p.m. today, we're going to have uh, two pro wrestlers on there. We're going to have the Mississippi bad boy, Zay Gates, and we're also going to have uh, Eric pro wrestler Eric Collins. Uh, they sat down uh, with me last night. Great conversation. You don't want to miss it. Oh man, I, I'm sad I had to miss that one. It's a great. It was a great conversation. Work. Big, big shout out to both them guys for uh, for coming. Yeah, big shout for out making to the drive. Hey, these guys drove over an hour to come down here to come in studio because they they didn't want to do it over Zoom. So, hey, we appreciate that. So uh, make sure you check that out. One o'clock. Also, you can find Easy Money, a sports betting show, and GSR Gonzo Sports Room right here in podcast form on. Uh, Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. Not anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. 
Make sure you follow us on social media. We put all of our uh, easy money picks on there, all of our announcements about shows. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Also, you can uh, find me at Chris Gonzalez, at Gonzalez Sports on Twitter, or Chris D. Gonzalez on Facebook. I think Eric has a... Mine's uh, Eric Gonzalez on with the Z on Facebook and Eric Gonzo 765 on Instagram. And uh, you can find that merch page. We got uh, beanies now. The weather's about to start getting cold. So get your GSR. Get your GSR beanies. We got solid colors. We got uh, multicolored. Uh, hit them with that... Uh, that links where they can get the merch at shirts, long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts, bucket hats, beanie hats, regular hats. Oh yeah. We got more merch coming soon. Say so hit us in the comments. Let us know if you if there's anything you like to see. Yeah. You can find that at streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez sports forward slash merch. Uh, you can also find that link in the video description or it's going across the bottom of the screen on your ticker. Uh, and one more thing. Also, we will be live tonight at 8 p.m. for a live watch-along and uh, reaction to Bare Knuckle, Knuckle FC 21. If you haven't watched Bare Knuckle, check that out. Yeah, that hey, it's crazy. It's, it's a fun watch. If you, oh, yeah. If, if you're in the fighting and you like a little brutality, yep. it's a fun watch. Yeah, if you're, if you're into uh, combat sport, definitely give Bare Knuckle a or if uh, you're just a watch. A, or if you're just a guy that likes to see knockouts, yeah, give it a watch because most of the fights end in a knockout. You don't, you, I mean, you see a few that go to decision, but most of them don't make it to a decision. If you like, if you if you get squeamish on blood, definitely do not watch it because <laughs> there's gonna be blood. <laughs> that should be a fun night tonight. So y'all tune in tonight for that for bare knuckle. Do you know what number it is? It's a. Uh, BKFC 21. 21. Bare Knuckle 21. I think Melvin Gillard's on that card, didn't he? The former UFC fighter, Melvin Gillard. Uh, he might be. I'm not sure. I looked at it yesterday, but I don't, I'm not, I don't remember now. I'm pretty, he might be. I know uh, Shoemaker's fighting again. We, we, we watched him a couple. Yeah, he, he fought a couple of pay-per-views ago. I think he fought at 19. He was in the main event against uh, that Beltran. Yeah, that was a good fight. And then uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. There's Richmond, Rickman, and uh, on the I don't remember if I wrote it down. Or but not. yeah, check uh, check out the YouTube page, the Facebook page. There's videos with interviews from professional wrestlers, you know, tag team champions, the highlight reel. Um, Dutch Boy Platinum, Loud and Proud Logan Myers, uh, Luke Savage, Dalton Love. Shout out to all them guys for doing interviews coming through. Oh, yeah. On the phones, Zoom, all that stuff. Good luck this weekend, fellas, wherever you are at. What else we got, Chris? We got some other stuff coming up. We got some more interviews. So, oh, yeah. So keep an eye out on we'll the page. We have some more interviews coming. Also, more interviews one more on th- October 3rd. Yeah, so I was going to say. We got Harvest Havoc 3. We'll be live streaming from Mad Jackson, Muncie. Uh, get out. Come show support. 
to the local talent. Hey, these guys are putting their bodies on the line for in, for your entertainment, and they do a damn good job of doing it. Shout out to DCCW, Terry Coons, uh, Mike King, the ladies' man, for all the work that they do out there. Y'all go out and show support to the local community. Come out to the show, Mad Jacks Muncie, October 3rd, for Harvest Havoc 3. Uh, doors open at 4 for that. Bell time's at 5. But uh, Also, there'll be a former WWE superstar, Gang Girl. And we'll former be having WWE a match. legend, um, Boogeyman. Yep, Boogeyman will be in action as well. Uh, the front row VIP, I believe, are sold out. But you can get second row VIP for $35. But you better get them quick because they're going fast too. You get everything that, that the... Uh, front row VIP gets the only difference is you sit in the second row and they're five dollars cheaper. You'll get a you'll get a picture uh, picture that has both Gang Girl and Boogeyman on it. That when you go meet them, they'll they'll autograph. If you want them to autograph other things, they will at an additional cost. Uh, also with the VIP, you get an hour early, so instead of getting in at four, you would get in at three and beat some of the crowd, so you don't have, wouldn't have to wait as long in line to get in, uh, autographs and stuff. Uh, you live around Muncie or in Indiana, you can get here. Uh, come check this event out. It, it was a, we did the last show. It was a fun time. Uh, if for some reason, you can't get up there. Like Eric said, we'll be streaming it live. Uh, come come join come join us for that. That way, you can uh, still watch it because it's going to be a, it should be a great show. All right, we're going to take a a short break and then we're going to be back and talk some NFL football. Enjoy this clip from our YouTube page. Please hit that subscribe button. haven't bought into all the Jake Paul hype yet. Uh, I think he's a good boxer. Do I think he's a high level and could compete with like professional boxers? No. Uh, has he fought it? Has he fought a, a pure striker or a, a pure boxer to, where he could prove that he's been, that he can uh, box with at a pro level? Not yet. Tyron Woodley's going to be the best striker he's fought. Tyron Woodley ain't a boxer, but Tyron Woodley's going to be the best Pure striker that he uh, Woodley's fought so far. He fought an NBA player that was coming in with his head down and not even looking where he was throwing. Then he fought Ben Askren. And I'm a big Ben Askren fan. Big Ben Askren ain't known for his striking. I don't know why Ben Askren even thought he was going to get there and box. 
Ben Askren beat people by taking them down, holding them down, and pounding them, pounding them somewhere they're on the ground. He wasn't he wasn't known at all for for his striking ability on his feet. Yeah, you can't, you can't, I mean, you can't take it away from him. Jake Paul. He's looked good in, in them fights. I think Woodley's going to be the toughest uh, fight he's had so far, just because I think Woodley's the best striker he's fought. But I'd like to see him fight a boxer. You don't even have to be a top-level boxer yet. Fight fight a mid-level boxer everybody knows. See how it goes. If it goes good, move up move up in competition. But I'm not saying jump in against like Floyd Mayweather or somebody like that, your first first time fighting a professional boxer. You don't have to do that. But just fight, fight somebody that's a boxer, not an NBA player, not a wrestler. Now you're fighting an MMA guy that, hey, can strike. I think Woodley's going to knock Paul's head off. I think Woodley has is going to have too much power for him. I think Woodley has enough striking that he's going to be able to compete with him. I don't see Jake. I don't think Jake Paul's going to beat Woodley, but I'm not going to lie. I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing it on uh, it's uh, next Sunday night. Coon dogs in the house. Just the coon dog have another trick up his sleeve like he did earlier. He always does.
my power's out. What's going on? I want my power back. Chris about to go down there and go crazy on somebody. Yeah. I want to know what's up with the two kids playing in the ring. What is that? This is some acapella. Show tunes. I'm going to make an explanation. What is that? What is going on? It looks like nobody knows what's going on. I want to know what is going on here at ECCW. I want to hear Joe saying that for my new title. They got mustaches on. Oh, oh, look! They got mustaches on. Oh, it's worse. Oh, it's no. a worm? What is this? Uh, it's a worm? Yeah. Oh my god, they got worms in their mouth. Could it be? Oh my god. What's going on? There's worms everywhere! Welcome back to Easy Money and Sports Betting Show, September 10th, 2021. Uh, we just got done breaking down the baseball games. Now we're going to jump into uh, some NFL, and then we'll jump into some college football for tomorrow. I uh, hope everybody's having a good Friday. Don't forget, we're live Monday through Friday with Easy Money and Sports Betting Show, 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Come join us. We're giving out winners for free. We ain't charged. We ain't charging nobody nothing. We're just, hey, why pay for somebody's opinion? That's all That's all, That's all. all a sports pick is. That's an opinion. You, Yeah, there's a res- do we do research? Yeah, I do research and go with, it's an educated, it's an educated guess, but it's just a guess. Why pay somebody for a guess? There's plenty of people that give them out for free. We happen to be one of them. Come join us Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Don't forget, we're going to be live tonight, 8 o'clock, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch right here on this channel with live watch-along and reactions to BKFC 21. If you haven't checked out Bare Knuckle Fighting, you need to check it out. It's a, it's fun to watch. Uh, exciting. Uh, most of the fights are high-paced. See a lot of knockouts. So uh, come join us for that tonight. Also, don't forget to get your tickets for uh, DCCW 
Harvest Havoc 3, Sunday, October 3rd. Doors open at 4, bell times at 5. Former WWE superstar Gangrel will be in attendance. Former, or, and then WWE legend, the Boogeyman will also be in attendance. Uh, to get tickets, contact uh, Terry Coons, Coon Dog, or uh, you can get on the Delaware County Championship Wrestling Facebook page. Send them a message. Somebody will get back with you about getting you a ticket. You can also contact me, uh, Chris Gonzalez. You can get uh, send me a message on Facebook or whatever. I'll get back with you, you know, uh, and get you a ticket. But all right, let's jump into some NFL football. All right, let's jump right into this NFL football. First game we have on Sunday, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Buffalo Bills. Um, Buffalo are six-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 270 on the money line. The Steelers are plus 220 on the money line. Over-under for this game is set at 48-and-a-half. Uh, I like the Bills in this game. Uh, I, think, I think Pittsburgh's missing the running game. Uh, if they can get their running game going, I think Pittsburgh better. I'm just not sold on what Roethlisberger can still do at this at this point. He just didn't he didn't look like the same guy uh, last season. Throws a lot of quick passes. Don't want to get hit. He ain't the same guy that'll stay in there and hang on the ball and take and take a shot to to get that deep ball. Uh, and for that reason, I just I'm not sold on Roethlisberger uh, at this point in his career. I like so I like the Buffalo Bills uh minus the six and a half. What I miss? I'm just talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Bills. Oh yeah. I'd go Bills. I like the Bills. They're six and a half point favorites, but I'll give up six and a half. I think I think the Bills are gonna win by ten. By ten? Wow. Touchdown and a field goal, huh? I just don't think the Steelers offense can keep up with the Bills offense. Steelers don't have that running game that they're used to always have, and that's what's hurting. I think it's hurting them. They need a running game, and they try to throw it 45, 50 times with Roethlisberger, and that's just not the that's not the recipe for a win. But um, the only thing I'm going to say about that is they got an Alabama running back. Look, Alabama running backs have been doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. So. They may have a running game. We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll see. What, see what Najee can do. Their offensive line's gonna have to block better too. Though. I just, but I, I don't think that they got that they can match offense with, with Buffalo. And Buffalo's got a better D also. Yeah. I mean, Allen and Diggs and Beasley. The only problem with Buffalo is who's going to be their starter, starting running back. Uh, I I don't know. Probably Singletary. I, I personally with. think that Moss is better than Singletary. That's just my own opinion. If if it was up to me, I would I would probably start Moss. But I mean, there must be something about Singletary that the coach likes better. He's the one that keeps starting. Yeah, that's who I figured they're going to start. And also at one o'clock, actually at one o one, one o one. That's what all these games say. It's funny, but right. uh, 
You have the Jets at the uh, Carolina Panthers. Panthers are three and a half point favorites. They're minus 198 on the money line. And the New York Jets are plus 166 on the money line. Over under for this game is set at 44 and a half. Uh, This is a hard game here to handicap because I don't know what the hell to expect out of uh, Zach Wilson or what the Jets are going to look like. They have a new coach. So it's all, you know, I mean, they're learning everything new. First game. But on the flip side of that, I don't know what the hell Sam Darnold's going to look like now that he's away from Adam Gaze. And I think with a pretty good coach there in Panthers, with the Panthers, I like that Matt Rule. I think he's a pretty good coach. Uh, I would, I lean toward the Panthers. I if I was going to bet on this game, I'd take the Panthers on the money line, and not give up, not give up any points. But like I said, it's just a wild card because you really don't know what to expect from either team. Well, <clears throat> and the Panthers have the, pan- back. the Panthers have McCaffrey. That alone really is enough against a team like the Jets. Oh, I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm, who, I lean toward the Panthers. And Crowder's out. Yep. So their best receiver's out with COVID. It's a COVID thing going on. I don't know if he's still in protocol or if he actually yep, has COVID. I'm not sure. I think it's protocol, isn't it? Just like uh, yeah, the I'll distance th- thing or the tracing, whatever the hell it is. Um. They got a rookie running back, rookie quarterback. Then they got a rookie receiver too. Or one's going to probably have to take his place since probably since Crowder's out. That's what I'm saying. You just don't know what to expect from him, dude. I mean, they got Corey Davis. So I'm going to, like I said, I lean toward the Panthers. Uh, I'll get. I will put out our official picks uh, Sunday morning, so make sure you follow. Make sure you follow us on social media on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So we will post them picks Sunday morning. I mean, we're going to go through some of these games, but we'll give our like lock picks, locked in picks, on Sunday morning. Because I'm leaning toward the Panthers, but a lot, I mean, shit can change between now and Sunday. Darnold could get hurt. CMC could get hurt again. And the next game, dude, I have no idea what to expect out of this game. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Houston Texans. Oh, geez. Uh, they have the Jags as three-point favorites at minus 176 on the money line. Texans are plus 148 on the money line. Over-unders at 45 and a half. Uh, I mean, got Tyrod Taylor starting for the Texans. who really have no, no idea what they're going to look like offensively other than, you know, He's not going to take many chances. He don't turn the ball over, but he's also not the guy that's going to make the big play, usually. Um, and with the Jags, you really have no idea because it's Urban Meyer's first game, regular season game as the NFL coach. Starting rookie quarterback. Yeah, starting rookie quarterback. I you mean, got a second-year uh, running back who has a lot to prove that he wasn't just a fluke, you know, one-hit wonder. One season wonder guy. I, mean, I want. I would lean toward the Jags, but not enough that I would pull the trigger to to bet any to bet anything on it yet. Uh, the I said Houston's problem now. I mean, I guess you could call it a loss. You know, 
since Watt is gone, since, you know, Hop is gone, like, I guess, but Watt was out half the season anyways, almost for the last, what, three years? Yeah. He, he probably was out as many games as he played. I don't oh, yeah. know the exact number on that, but I would assume he probably was out at more, in the last three years, more games out than he played. Oh, definitely. So, is that really a loss? Because, I mean. The main thing is is you don't have Deshaun Watson. That's, I mean. You traded away your best receiver. For a running back, they ain't looked the same for the last three, four years. And my, uh, David Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. And then behind him now, you've got, he's going to be fighting, you know, Philip uh, Philip Lindsay, who else is there? Ingram. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think Ingram's in Houston. I think he's like their third or fourth back. So like yeah. he's. Well, I just hell, he I don't, don't if if he don't watch out, Philip Lindsay could take his job. I think the Texans are going to be. I just don't think they're going to be that good this year. I would dare to say they're probably going to be the worst team in the league. They could be. Who else do you think? Maybe the Jets? Detroit again? I don't know. I, 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 think, this, I think Detroit has I think a Detroit's little bit. Detroit's going to be a little better, I think. Yeah, than what people actually think they're going to be. And then uh, next game is the Arizona Cardinals at the Tennessee Titans. This should be a good game. Uh, Titans are three-point favorites. Basically, because they're at home, uh, but the Titans are minus one fifty four in the money line. Cardinals are plus one thirty on the money line. Over under is fifty three and a half. Uh, this is going to be a good game. Uh, I think it's going to come down to which defense plays better, because both the offenses are, are, are capable of scoring uh, scoring some points. Um, and they both teams got stacked receivers. The only uh, problem... I lean toward the Titans. Because of Derrick Henry. They've got a better running game than what... You know, they can control the ball. They can control the ball better. You know, you control the running game. You control the the game. You control the clock. I lean toward the Titans, but... Man, I could could also see... I mean, I could see the Cardinals winning this game, too. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh I mean, with a quarterback with talent like Murray, and then you got Hopkins, you know, uh, A.J. Green. Uh, what worries me about Christian the, Kirk. What worries me about the Cardinals is their defense. Because mm-hmm. I believe even, like, their, their better defenders are starting to get up there in age, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they brought in J.J. Watt, but, I mean, like we just talked about, he... He hasn't played a whole season for like who knows how long. Maybe since like his rookie year. I don't know if he's ever played a full actual full season. And then this next game's another one of them games that fuck, you have no clue. I mean, the Eagles at the Falcons. I have no idea how good the Eagles are gonna be yet. I have no idea what Jalen Hurst is gonna look like. The Falcons, I mean, yeah. You know who they got at quarterback. If their offensive line can protect, I think the Falcons could be decent. 
especially with you adding Pitts in there. Yeah, we don't I know, know they how got, good Pitts is going to be. I know they got rid of uh, Jones, but you got. The, I mean, he was another guy. He he has problems staying healthy too. Uh, but I think in a place like Tennessee, you know, they got AJ Brown. You know, they got uh, Henry. They got other weapons. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to have to take most of the load of the offense. Is not going to have to always go through him. Yeah, hopefully, I hope he can stay healthy. I like watching him play, but he just ain't. But I, I, I lean toward the Falcons at the minus three. But I just don't. I don't know enough about the Eagles. I don't I have no clue. New head coach. Um, and he's a guy. It's a he's a first time head coach. Came from the Colts. You know, I mean, I mean, I guess the Eagles do got a couple good, young, promising players. You know, they got Devontae Smith, who's a who's a promising young receiver. Yeah. You know, Hurts. If Hurts plays anything like he did the last, you know, four games or whatever it was that he played five games, he should do all right. Because I ended up picking him up last year for fantasy on those and starting him. And he ended up saving my ass on a couple of games. But Yeah, I'd, I would lean toward the Falcons in that game. Next game is a game I'm actually, it's kind of weird I'm going to say this, but I'm kind of actually excited to watch is the Chargers at the Washington football team. And the reason is I like Ryan Fitzpatrick for one. But, with but I also like watching Justin Herbert play, and you got Herbert and that Chargers offense versus just a stacked defense that Washington has. It should be a fun game to watch. Can the Chargers offense keep that that Washington defensive line off of Herbert? That's going to be the key to the game. Uh, Chase Young is is a bad man. That dude's. I hate to say that because, you know, they're Cowboys rivals. And people forget, Washington almost beat uh, Tampa Bay last year with Heineke at quarterback. Yeah. I think Gibson's a a strong running back. Like, I mean, he's good. McLaurin is a a good weapon on the outside. Yeah, he's – we'll know exactly this year – you can tell you'll hey, be able to see and if, if they're actually real deal Fitz, NFL players. If Fitzpatrick's on, man. That's the only problem though. Is oh, he yeah. can go from real hot to really cold, like Oh yeah, he can be just like that. And then when he's really cold, he's He looked good last year, oh man. Yeah. Dolphins fucked up by pulling him out, I think. He's just one of those solid, steady guys, you know. You're not going to get a whole shitload with him, but you know you know he's going to at least give you this much. <laughs> you know, like he ain't going to give you this much, and he ain't going to give you this much, but he's going to give you around this much every single time. All right, next game I want to talk about. Let's go with the uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Is Wynn starting? Far, as far as I've heard, he is. That's the last I'd heard was that he was still questionable, but, but more than likely him, yeah. he was going to start. Uh, they have the Seahawks as three-point favorites, minus 154 on the money line. 
Colts are plus 130 on the money line. Over-under for this game is 48 and a half. Uh, if Carson Wentz starts, I like the Colts. I probably won't bet on the Colts just because I use, I mean, as you can tell from everything around us here, we're pretty big Colts fan. <laughs> Been Colts fan fuck since I started watching football. Well, yeah, I've been always been a Colts fan. I was a big Joe Montana fan, but I wasn't a 49ers fan. I just like Joe Montana. I like Joe Montana. I'm a Notre Dame fan, though. <laughs> but uh, no, I like the Colts in this game if Wentz, is start, if Wentz starts. I like the Colts' defense. Uh, don't get me wrong, Seattle's offense can get going. I don't think Seattle – Seattle needs to find a run game, and their offensive line has to play better. If, they're all, if their offensive line don't play better – They have the I think the worst. Colts' defense – can give Wilson some trouble. And I think Colts' offense is going to be good if, if Wentz is starting. They have the worst luck when it comes to running back injuries. Yep. Oh, yeah. Year in and year out. For, it seems like. Oh, yeah. I don't know, since the Super Bowl. And that's the problem with since Carson, they won their too. Super Bowl. Carson can't stay healthy. Yep. He's the damn good back when he's in there. Yep. But then, I mean, the same thing. Look who. All the countless backs that they've had go through there that are good for, you know, three, four games get hurt. Seems like they're never the same again after that. I just think the Colts have enough weapons on offense that if if Wentz comes in and, and plays like he's capable of playing, we're going to be tough. Okay, here's the question. Do they really, though? I think they do. Have weapons on offense? Or is that just like home? Like, no, we have some, some home. T- Taylor because Taylor's one of the Taylor. Oh, yeah, okay. Taylor could be one of the best backs in the league. And you know what, Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack Marlon is Mack, better than Taylor. Yeah, Marlon Mack was one of the best backs in the league, and, and until he got hurt and had to miss all last season, you got both them. You got Naeem Hines is a good weapon. Zach Pascal, I think, is underrated. I, Zach Pascal is my favorite. I, I think he's uh, underrated. I think he could be a, a big weapon. One thing that is hurting the Colts is uh, Hilton's going to be out until at least week six. But I also think that – because I think Paris Campbell could be a real big weapon if he could yes. stay fucking healthy. If he could stay healthy. That's what's – And and I think Pittman's Pittman going to – I Pittman think Pittman's started, going to have a big year this year. Pittman started catching on at the end of the season. Year. I think he's going to have a – could have that's a breakout. That's what I'm saying. I is think he, he could have a breakout season. Is he going to break out if – if, there's My any time is, for him to do it, it's right now while T.Y. is out. Because really, here's, here's he's, how, uh, he's probably played more, but in a less amount of seasons yeah. than Paris Campbell. Yeah. And then you got Zach Pascal. And Pascal's underrated, I think. Pascal's way underrated in my book. He's, so, he, like... And Mo Alley, Mo Alley Cox was starting to make some plays. And you know, and what, then, you know what you're going to get from Jack Doyle. Right. To me, they're they're kind of a little bit similar. Miley Cox a little bit more athletic and faster, but they're similar in what they do. What I, I like also about the Colts is when has Carson Wentz ever played behind an offensive line like they have, and should and should probably have one of the better running games he's ever they played with, and a defense. You're you have a top ten defense. He he never had that in Philadelphia. Look, last year, yeah, he struggled last year in Philadelphia. Who was he throwing the ball to? Nelson Aguilar. Everybody was hurt. They were bringing guys off off the practice squad. They didn't have he didn't have none of his 
Jordan Howard and yeah, none of the starting Jordan receivers and Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> so I mean, I, I and to me, I think Carson Wentz can be just as good or better than what Rivers was last year. Oh, I think he's going to be and, better than what Rivers. Yeah, was. I do too. But I'm saying, just at the minimum, I think he's right. going to be the same. And we and we should have beat Buffalo in the playoff game. Yeah. So I mean, but don't get me wrong, the Seahawks are a tough team too. But I mean, I lean toward the Colts. And there might be a little yeah. there might be a little bias in that. <laughs> my only thing, like you said, with with that is the receivers that they have outside of Pascal, really, and he's way underrated. But they've not proven they're not yeah. they're unproven. So we don't know if they're weapons. They have yeah. the potential to be but weapons. Could, but you can move Hines out there in the slot. Get to him me, involved. that's what I would do. Is I wouldn't even use Naheem Hines as a running back until. T.Y. Yeah, gets healthy. I, I don't know why they used him as a running back, really. I like him as as a receiver a lot better. They'll give him especially, six. Especially when you have Taylor and Mack. What's he average, like two, two, two and a half yards a carry? Yes, probably something like that. He's, like, he's a lot better getting the ball out in space. He should be He should be a slot is what he should be. He's You get him out in space, dude. He's, he's elusive and he, he's fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's... He, until Ty gets healthy and comes back and gives them more depth, I would definitely use Naheem Hines. Yeah, we in got the slot. we got to talk about this next game just because of Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm a huge Burrow fan. Dude, this this game here, I I really don't have, know who I would take yet. You have the Vikings at the Bengals. They have the Vikings as three point favorites, uh, minus one sixty two on the money line. Bengals. Plus one thirty six on the money line, over under at forty six and a half. Uh, I I would lean toward the under the forty six and a half in this game. And to me, if the Bengals defense steps up and if their offensive line can protect Burrow, Bengals are going to be pretty good because for one they got Joe Burrow, but uh, they also just went and got that Chase. I mean they they got they got some weapons. T Higgins. Yeah. Uh, Boyd. I mean, they got they have weapons and and then if who their I problem think is was their offensive be, line and their defense. That who was I think is going to be a a surprise, and everybody forgets uh, that CJ Ushmajush or whatever the hell his name is, the tight end. He was hurt yeah. all last year. Mm-hmm. He's a quality tight yeah. end. Like I think now with him, you know. Who else? They got another tight end that's decent. Also, I can't think of who it is. Oh, man. Off the top of my head, but... Is, uh, is Eifert still play there? Uh, I don't know. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Of. And then... And, uh, uh, but... Uh, it all depends, too. I'm mixing. Yeah. Can he stay healthy? He has injury problems. If, if Mixon can stay healthy, he's a damn good running back. And he takes pressure off of Joe Burrow. You know, he don't have to do everything himself. But to me, that's that's the iffy part of, of well, besides the offensive line, they need a better offensive line or else Joe Burrow's going to be like uh, luck and he's going to be out in a few years because he don't want to take yeah. the punishment. Or he can't because he's fucking broken half. Oh, yeah. But to me, the Bengals are going to go as their running game goes. Yep. If they keep a, if their running game stays strong and steady, doesn't it have to be an outstanding no. running game? 
Just yeah. a steady one enough to take some pressure me, off of the receivers and off of Burrow. To me, it's all about their offensive line. Well, yeah, I mean, well, and defense. Well, we all know that their offensive line is going to going to struggle some because de- they didn't really do nothing. And their their but, defense has to do better, play better than what they did last year. Uh, but let's jump ahead to the the Bing, the Browns and the Chiefs. Browns going to win. Uh, Chiefs are five and a half point favorites, minus two fifty five on the money line. Browns are plus two hundred five on the money line. Over under for this game is at fifty four and a half. I think this is going to be a heck of a game. Uh, game of the week. Browns. Browns had a good chance of beating them last year in the playoffs and, and blew it. But it should be a, a real good game. It's at four four thirty Sunday. I will be watch, definitely be watching that. Uh, I kind of lean toward the Chiefs, but I also I kind of want to take the Browns at the plus five and a half. I think I would take Browns. Money line or the points? To to win. You would take the Browns at the plus 205. I can see it. I would probably even take them on the points. Either one. I mean, well, yeah, I would take definitely take them on the points because that's, five, five, that's giving you five and a half points. So. Right. As long as they don't lose by more than five and a half, or yeah, long, six points. As long as they don't lose by six, more than six points, or, or well, five, yeah. Uh, next game, what about the Packers and the Saints? What what are, what is, what is Jameis Winston going to do? Look like they have the uh, Packers as three and a half point favorites, minus one eighty four in the money line. The Saints are plus one fifty four in the money line. Over unders at forty nine and a half. Uh, Two things interest me here. What's Winston going to look like as a starter now that he set out that year and he's in the Saints system? And what's the Packers' offensive line going to look like because they're missing their left left tackle, who's one of the best in the league, that back of Tari. Probably the best offensive yeah. lineman in the league. And they're going to be missing him. So that's a worry I have with the Packers. Right now I lean toward the Packers because, I mean – if they can give Aaron Rodgers some time, he's going. He's going. They're going to score some points. But I also think Jameis Winston's going to play good. All right, I got a a very bold prediction. Jameis Winston, without cutting out the interceptions, is a top five quarterback. He's got. Oh everything, yeah, if he, he's got if he, everything. Yeah, if he, if, he, if he cut out the interceptions, oh yeah, well, his uh, stats and everything. He, I, I bet you he'd be a top five quarterback in the league. Yeah. I'm hoping since he had eye surgery, he, they. they might I think that sitting him, him sitting and losing his starting job, that, really humbled his ass. And being there with Peyton and them, and Breeze, yeah. I, I think he's going to play good. I really do. That's why I picked him up as my other quarterback, in fantasy. I bet he's going. He's, I bet he'll be a top ten quarterback this year. But I, I lean toward I lean toward the Packers in that game, though. But I think it's going to be a good game. And then you have the Bears at the Rams. I, Rams are seven and a half point favorites. And I I would almost still go with the Rams. I'm just not sold on the Bears. I don't like that Matt Nagy. I don't think he's a very good coach. He's a uh, Bears are plus three fifteen on the money line. Rams are at minus 400 on the money line. Uh, and the over-unders at 46 and a half. I think Stafford's going to look good with the Rams. I do too. Uh, 
I think he would have been a really good fit in Indianapolis. And then on Monday night, you have the Ravens and the Raiders. And the Ravens, dude, everybody's getting hurt. Um, They're down to their fourth string running yeah, back. Yeah, I'll say they don't, they're, they're going to have to bring in the running back. Well, they brought probably. in Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who else? Fuck. I just heard the name, too. Was it Devontae Freeman? Yes. And Freeman. They brought in Freeman and Bell. I saw that last night. That first Freeman, Freeman ain't bad. At first, Freeman didn't want to go, and then after the other running back went down, he he decided that he would because he thought he, now he has a chance to play. Because he, he ends up doing that almost like yep. every year, every every couple years, and he'll go to somewhere that they get decimated by injuries, and then he'll go in there and have a good, you know, three, four, five games, and then yep. one of their running backs will come back and take over. And then he gets cut or dropped or goes on to his next team. Well, I don't. I, I can't. I don't know why he hasn't like caught on and just stayed with the yeah, team. I, and, I don't know. I mean, he's not a bad running back. Yeah, he, I don't. Yeah, I haven't understood that either. Because he's yeah, he puts up numbers everywhere he goes, but he ain't there. Usually, isn't there very long. What did you think of the game last night? I thought it was a good game. I thought Dallas blew it. You can't. You can't get that many turnovers against. A, a Tom Brady led team and lose. You got if you're going to beat the Buccaneers and Brady, that was your bet, one of your better chances because of all the turnovers. Yeah, missing that field goal and that yeah, extra field point. Goal, yeah, that that hurt. That him hurt too. him because that that's game right there. Yeah. You hit both of those and that's game. But and those should have been easy easy hits. That field goal wasn't wasn't like it was no sixty yard field goal or no. anything. It wasn't at no crazy angle, like. No, he just he just missed it. Yeah, he just missed it. I thought it was a lot better game than what most oh, people thought yeah, it was going to be. Well, especially for being the first game of the year, it was it was a good way to kick off the season. It was a fun, it was a fun game to watch. Uh, I didn't keep. I missed some of the first half because I was I was doing some stuff on the computer. I had it on, was listening to it, but I wasn't paying attention to it as much. Yeah. Now, the second half, the second half. The second half, I was uh, I was paying more attention to it, and it, it was. I mean, it kept my interest. It was a good game. Yeah, I watched. But I was working on, uh, well, a lot of the fir- some of the first half. I was actually, we were actually still doing the interview. Yeah. So. Uh, I was at work while it was going on, but. Uh, yeah, I got but you to, got, I got to watch. Where you work at, you can watch it. Okay? Yeah, I got to watch some of it. So. So you probably got to see quite a bit of it, other than when you had. Like, Whenever we was busy, but yeah. All right, that's all the NFL games, but we will give out our official picks. We just kind of went through some games, gave you our opinions. Uh, we'll give out our official picks on our social media page on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning. So make sure you go check that out. Find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Gonzo Sports Room. And uh, I'll have those picks up there Sunday morning, maybe late Saturday night, but at least by, by like 9, 10 Sunday morning, they'll be up. Uh, before we get out of here, or check give, it out. Get that easy money. And we give you guys our picks of the day. Uh, there's a few college football games I like for the week uh, for tomorrow. I was going to run giving out winners. I was going to run through theirs through them real quick. I like uh, Ohio State over uh, minus 14 and a half over Oregon. Uh, Oregon struggled last week against Fresno State. Uh, they had just 172 yards passing. They ran the ball good, but they're 
passing offense isn't very good at all, and their defense wasn't that good. Ohio State had 495 total yards of offense versus Minnesota last week. I like Ohio State minus 14.5 against Oregon. Uh, Other game I like is Rutgers against Syracuse. Uh, Rutgers minus 1.5. Rutgers beat Temple 61-14 last week. They had 220, 220 yards rushing, and the defense created five turnovers. Uh, Syracuse uh, beat uh, Ohio, the Ohio Bobcats 29-9 last week, and they had 283 yards rushing, but their their passing game struggled. So I like Rutgers in that game. Other game I like, taking an underdog, taking Iowa over uh, plus 4.5 over Iowa State. Uh, Iowa beat the the hell to Indiana last week. Made us look like a fucking junior college team. Uh, Iowa State beat Northern Iowa 16-10. Iowa State struggled offensively. Uh, Iowa looked good on offense. Rather, I don't know if that was because Indiana's defense is so terrible. (laughs) But Iowa's a pretty, I think it's a pretty good team. I like the Iowa plus four and a half. And then I like Kentucky minus five against Missouri. Uh, Missouri beat Central Michigan last week, thirty-four to twenty-four. They struggled to stop the run. Kentucky uh, beat Louisiana Monroe, forty-five to ten. And Kentucky is eleven and two against the spread their last thirteen games. I like Kentucky minus five. And then my last uh, game I have is Michigan against the Washington Huskies. I like Michigan minus seven against Washington. Washington lost to Montana 13-7 last week. Uh, offense was terrible. Michigan beat Western Michigan 47-14 to and uh, have a pretty balanced attack. Uh, I like Michigan minus seven there. So that's, uh, some, that's the college games I like for tomorrow. I'll put those picks up on our, our social media page here later this afternoon. But them are all some of the... Saturday games for college alike. Let me recap the uh, Premier League picks. Yeah. Um, for this weekend, uh, just to recap, you can find it on uh, Gonzo's Sports Room page uh, on Facebook. Um, the picks that I'm about to uh, tell also, you now, but this is also, just a recap. They're also on the uh, at, at Gonzo's Room, uh, at Gonzo Sports Room uh, Twitter. And Instagram. And Instagram. So yeah. you can find me either or Facebook, all three of them. I've got uh, Tottenham uh, to beat Crystal Palace. I've got Manchester United to beat Newcastle. Manchester City to beat Leicester City. Chelsea to beat Aston Villa. Liverpool to beat Leeds United. And then I'm going to throw another one in there that I didn't in there before just because I hate Arsenal and I want to see them lose. I'm going to sit put Norwich City over Arsenal. And that's uh, for this week's um, Premier League picks. All right, now I'll, give out, let's, I'll go through my baseball picks. I like the Brewers over the Indians, money line. Rays, money line over the Tigers. I'm going to take the Angels' money line over the Astros. The Reds' money line over the Cardinals. I think I had one more. Yes, the Blue Jays' minus one and a half 
over the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, and again, I'll have I'll post those picks up here just a here in just a little bit. It'll probably be around two two thirty because uh, GSR starts here in about thirty five minutes. So I don't know if I'll have time to get them up before that, but they will be up this afternoon. But before we get out of here, don't forget, you can find Easy Money, a sports betting show, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Come join us. We're giving out winners. Also, you can find GSR Gonzo Sports Room Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, 1 p.m. Eastern. Come join us for that sports talk show. I think it's pretty entertaining. A lot of times we get back into talking bets and stuff. Of course, we have debates over. You see where everything? I, you see where I put LeBron, don't you? <laughs> I, I had to go over there to use that microphone last night, and I wouldn't use the microphone with LeBron on the mic stand, <laughs> so I had to move him. Oh my god, <laughs> that's going to start an in-house civil war now between oh, yeah. you and Stevie. But also, you can find GSR Gonzo Sports Room and Easy Money a Sports Betting Show. On Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts at, you can find us. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's where we post all of our information about upcoming shows, all of our picks. You can find everything on there. Got a lot of stuff coming in the future, so stay tuned. Check out our YouTube page. We got a lot of content on there. We uh, broadcasted live from a wrestling show about three weeks ago. Go check that out. You can see Chris gets get chopped in the chest. Yeah, I got. I took three chops. I wouldn't recommend it. Also, check out our merch store. We have hat, shirts, hats, beanies, hoodies, long, long sleeve t-shirts. It's uh, getting cold. It's about to start getting cold. Get your hoodies and your beanies. Well, uh, we'll have some su- new stuff dropping here real soon. So go check that out at streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. You can find that link in our video description. Also, you can fi- uh, find the link in the ticker at the bottom of the screen. Please check out that YouTube page. Hit some, that subscription button. And one more thing. Two more things. One more thing. We'll be live in about 32 minutes. And we'll have uh, for GSR Gonzo Sports Room. And we're going to air a, g- a great conversation that we had with uh, the Mississippi bad boy, Eric, or Zay Gates, and pro wrestler Eric Collins. The both young, entertaining. Eric Onyx. Yeah, Eric Onyx. They're both uh, young, entertaining, uh, young, entertaining wrestlers to watch. So uh, check out that interview here in about 30 minutes. And then t- tonight, we'll be live at 8 p.m. Eastern. Put some bare knuckles. BKFC 21. Come join us for that. We'll be live at 8 o'clock tonight on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. I want to thank everybody for watching. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe. You have anything, Eric? Check out the pages. Check out the social media. And one more thing. Everybody that does, we thank you for listening, following, liking, subscribing, everything you do. One more thing. We do have a donation page at that same link. Streamlabs.com. The, the same link as the merch. If you'd like to donate to the show, we'd appreciate that. And also, one other thing I want to get to. I'll give a shout-out to uh, Bazanji, uh, Justin Starling, Billy Buford, uh, 
all, all the guys we, we use a lot of this music off Spotify go check them guys out give them some some ah, some support hope everybody has a great weekend got anything stay tuned stay tuned here come, come join more, us in about a half hour for more stuff for GSR peace peace